0: And today I get to welcome back Amber Collum. Amber is founder and host of her podcast started in 2019 called Grace Enough, which is aimed to help women make an impact for God's kingdom. She is a physical therapist and grew up in Kentucky, but currently lives with her family in Raleigh, North Carolina. She's been married to Sam for 12 years, and they have three young children. Find out more about Amber and check out her podcast at graceenoughpodcast.com. Amber, it's so good to have you back. Thanks for making the time.
1: Thank you for having me on again.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to hear what verse you have for us today.
1: Well, so today we are looking at Psalm 139, verse 1. O oh Lord, you have searched me and you know me.
0: Okay, so that is a short and really kind of familiar verse, I think, to a mm-hmm. lot of people. Yes. What's the setting here? It's beginning Psalm 139, but where does David go uh, with this after this initial verse?
1: Well, and that's the thing here. You know, if you know anything about David, you know that he is a man after God's own heart. But David has all kinds of shortcomings and failings. He is a human just like we are, but he is a king. And so in this verse or this whole entire chapter, he is just pouring his heart out to God and acknowledging that, God, you are omnipresent, meaning You are everywhere always. You've searched me. You know me. You know when I sit. You know when I rise. And the whole verse just continues verse by verse to just point towards the majesty and omnipresence of God. So it's really, really an incredible passage to read for encouragement.
0: So let me read it again. This is Psalm 139, the very first verse I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. God's word says, Lord, you have searched me and known me. Mm. So what does David mean by that? Like, if you were to put this in your own words, the fact that God knows him, what's he saying here?
1: Yeah, I mean, every part of who I am, my mind, my thoughts, my emotions, my physical actions, God, you know know them completely. You search every aspect of my soul and my being, and you know them. And if you go on to look at some of this chapter, you see that he says, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Hmm. And so it's just a really powerful picture of God knows each one of us completely and he can, it's, it's the mystery of God, right? It's a hard to imagine that God could actually know you, Champ, completely, know me, know our children. It's just, it, it's a mind-blowing thought, really.
0: Yeah, it really is, because the older we get, the more we realize that as many friends as we have and as close family members as we have, no one really knows us down to the depths of our soul completely. Absolutely. But God does.
1: Yes. And I was just talking about that with my son this morning. So my nine-year-old, he is partially homeschooled. And we were sitting around the table this morning. And um, he was reading a couple of verses. And I said, hey, this is what I'm reading. He goes, you know, that does sound like a familiar verse, mom. And I said, well, does that bring comfort to you that God has searched you and that he knows you? And he goes, yeah, but it's it feels a little creepy, too. And I said, <laughs> what do you mean by creepy? and he kind of got that nervous look and if you're a parent or just yourself you know it where it's kind of strange that god even knows the things about me that are bad hmm. and i looked at him and i said but you know what the great thing about god is that he sees that and he still loves us hmm. because when he looks at sin once we have bec- you know become a believer in christ That righteous record of Christ has covered that sin. And so he still sees the sin, but he forgives it and he has compassion towards that. And so you should, you know, it brings comfort knowing that.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you bring that up because I was thinking I've heard sermons about this when I was growing up, maybe in youth group. And when it says like, God knows everything about you, he sees everything is oh, it's terrifying. You right. know, that's kind of how the, the speaker, I think, meant it is like to scare us into uh, repenting or not doing bad things. And this is, seems to be aimed at bringing more comfort to us, isn't yes. it?
1: Yeah, well, and God's goal is not behavior modification. I think it's really easy in our culture, in our just Christian teaching, to focus on behavior modification. And we kind of preach that or hear that often. And mm-hmm. I, the reality is God's goal is for us to glorify Him in what we do. Mm-hmm. And so behavior modification does not draw us closer to Him or make us even more like him for that matter. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I read these verses, I am comforted because the fact that God knows the depths of who I am means that he still loves me despite my ugliness. And his deepest desire is to transform that so that I can be in a closer walk with him, not so that I can feel guilt and shame.
0: Yeah, that's so good. So, Amber, you're a mom of three. They're all under the age of 10 right now. Mm -hmm. So if you were running errands with them, and maybe you're within a few minutes of getting out of the car, and you wanted to just share your heart with them about this verse, what would you say?
1: I would probably say very similar to what I said to Bennett this morning, which is, do you know that the God of the universe, the God who created every single thing that you see, that he knows the innermost parts of you. He actually created those. He actually knows what is going to happen to you tomorrow, 10 years from now, the struggles, the trials. And he loves you. He Mm -hmm. has purpose for you. And that's the God we serve, a God who can know everything, be in control of everything, yet have mercy on us, People who are sinners, and so there's comfort in that.
0: So we were talking earlier before we started the podcast about ways you interact with your children and mm-hmm. questions you ask to draw them out. So if you were going to have a question that you wanted to use to launch a discussion with them about this verse and what it teaches, what would you ask them to get that conversation rolling?
1: That is a good question. Um, my a question go- about a question. Uh, no, that's right. My go-to question on a lot of verses is actually. If we look at this verse, oh, Lord, you have searched me and you know me. I like to break it down into chunks. And I would say, what do you think it means for God to know you? What do you think it means for God to search you? And I think what happens when you ask those questions is kids immediately, because we do sometimes get this guilt and shame, that's that's part of our nature is we... Kind of our sin nature is, ooh, I feel a little uncomfortable when you ask me that because we're talking about the God of the universe. So if he knows Hmm. me, but then that gives you the opportunity to talk about the sin nature. And again, the difference between God knowing all your sin, yet still not putting on you a yoke of guilt and shame. Hmm. He wants to draw us to repentance He wants to draw us to glorify Him. Again, His idea is not more behavior modification. So sometimes it's just taking the verse, asking what the words mean in it really, and that launches into just tons and tons of conversation.
0: That's great. And I hope those conversations happen as folks are listening and are thinking about this great verse, which I think would generate a lot of good conversation. Absolutely. So, Amber, thanks for being with us again today and for pointing us to Psalm 139, verse 1. Would you just close our time by praying this verse for us?
1: Absolutely. Father God, you have searched us and you do know us, and we are so grateful for that. And we ask, Father, that as you search us and as you know us, that you would convict us of any offensive way in us that leads us astray, and God, that you would point us back to a place of wholeness with you, of relationship with you, of dependence upon you. God, we trust that you will do that in our lives as we continue to surrender day by day. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast, or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.